Hey everyone, it's These Nuts. We are absolutely nuts about all things real estate. Whether you're buying, selling, or borrowing, we cover the topics that matter to you, and even the ones you didn't know you needed to be concerned with. We are your hosts, Shane Hollenbach, nationally recognized mortgage lender, and Jason Crittenden, one of the highest ranked realtors in all of Arizona. Jason, why does that matter? Well, because we have some advice, we have some experience, and we believe you should pay attention. And do we have any promises? We do. We'll keep it short and sweet. We'll pump out quality daily content covering real estate questions you've been dying to ask for about selling a home, buying a home, or how to get financed. You have questions? We have answers. All right, guys. Hey, welcome to another episode of These Real Estate Nuts. Today, joining us, we have Chris Taggart. Hello, Chris. Hello, Jason. And we have Megan Forsgren. Hello. Did I say that right? Yes. Awesome. Hey, these guys are both title and escrow veterans in the Phoenix area. And uh, today, we're going to discuss all things title and escrow. But this uh, this episode, I think we're going to talk about the seller's point of view. Maybe in a future episode, we'll do we'll, we'll talk from the buyer's side. So let's just jump right into it. Uh, let me start with you, Megan. First off, Let's kind of get this out of the way. What is title insurance and why is it important? Well, just like a car, biggest investment or one of the biggest investments of your life, yep. your house. Totally. Let's get a report on it. Let's see who owns it. Let's see the judgments, liens, HOA, taxes, anything on it. So the report will show you everything prior to you owning it. Kind of like a Carfax report. Absolutely. But for your house. Yep. So um, what about like, um, I don't know, I'd say like tax stuff, HOA stuff. I mean, this is all going to come up, right? Yes, absolutely. It will show uh, any liens, judgments, or any prior owners from the point forward until um, you purchase the property. Why does that matter? Because you have to clear everything. Um, otherwise, it becomes your responsibility. So title helps you review everything, clear it all, um, and helps you record everything properly so that when you take ownership, everything is accurate and you're ready to go with clear title. So, well, I, I did have a question to that. So, you know, I, if I run a Carfax on a car and it had, uh, let's say it had an accident, I know that going into it. I run... I call you, I want to buy a property and there is a judgment or not a judgment, but a lien on that property that's say a personal lien. Mm -hmm. Well, that's that person's lien, right? Yeah. Until you buy the property and then it's your problem. Because you just, I just had this epiphany because it's not that person's lien. It's the house's lien. Right. It's that property's lien. Yes. Got it. So you buy the house with whatever is on there. Unless it's cleared. Unless it's cleared. Got and you it. pay for title insurance, it wipes the thing clean and becomes now your responsibility with well, nothing on it. That Good. makes a lot of sense. So, uh, Chris, yes. t- tell us a little bit about, so you, you guys see stuff in title, right? We uh, do. What, what are some of the most common claims that you guys, that you see that I guess the common joke should be looking out for? Yeah, sure. Um, what we've been witnessing lately is a lot of fishing. fishing. And yeah, what I mean by that is not at the lake. <laughs> okay, not, 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 <laughs> not at the lake. That would be a good one for the soundboard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally not at the lake. Um, it actually happens quite often. And what it is, is people are checking emails, checking the realtor's emails, checking our emails. Basically hacking. You mean, like they've hacked totally into, say, my email. hacking. Okay. And they make it look like it's coming from us or coming from you. So they could be hacking you and getting a hold of the person that's buying a house from you. Mm-hmm. And it looks like it's from you and it's not. Right. So it could say, for example, um, the email's coming from Megan at old Republic titles.com. Exactly. And I wouldn't notice that. And yeah. they've stolen everything else looks legit. It's the same logo, same yeah. everything. And uh, now that they've hacked my email or Shane's wow. email or whatever, right? They've hacked someone's email. They've got a they've got the purchase contract, so they know exactly what the amount is. They've seen mm-hmm. how much the proceeds are, and they're like, Hey, by the way, I need you to wire that to this number. Exactly. And you're like, 
it wow, seems legit. That's, that's Megan. Like yeah. we've been yeah. talking all the time. I'm gonna yeah. wire that money. What happens if you do that? <laughs> it's gone, right? Yeah. Forever. It seems it is. What yes. do you guys have you guys run into that? Yes, yes we have. Now we have 24 hours to move as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. And with the the longer it goes, the less of a chance we have of recovering the funds for that client or for ourselves, whether we've wired out or wired in. So we have to move. If we know about it, we move quickly and we have to wow. try and recover. But the, they're smart and it moves offshore and they move account, 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 account. From so Jason, before we move on, have you guys, so you guys have obviously caught it. It, have you saved it a few times? We have recovered some. We've also had clients that are smart and call like, you know, you didn't sound like yourself and you yeah. called me a little bit ago and we've spoken before your name. You, you sound different, you know, all those things. And they've, they've you know, taken that extra step wow. to. And I would like themselves. to say, I mean, if you're dealing with a real estate professional, um, you know, like, like myself, I'm sending you something at the beginning of a transaction saying, do not uh, respond at all to emails that are talking about why, like wiring money. money. Always call or do it in person with your uh, your title rep or your esquire. I think you guys probably give a disclosure the same way, right? We do. We try mm-hmm. and warn people, but you know, you, you're a lot of people reaching out to you in the transaction. You get excited. You want to know your amounts. You get ex- you know you move forward and oh. and they do ha- a great job of happen. making it look the same. Yes, they do. Like Old Republic title, it has all the same look, the signature line, everything. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Oh man. So Megan, earlier you were talking about you've had to reject like uh, what's it powers of attorney. What's yeah. that about? Um, there's just a lot of uh, things that we look for for fraud these days, and one of them was a power of attorney that you know was used at another title company to close no problem. Well, the power of attorney was witnessed by someone who has the same last name um, as mm. the person signing, and, and it us, wasn't Smith. <laughs> for us, we don't do family member power of attorneys. You can't witness somebody. You can't be married to the notary. You can't do these things. Now, is it state statute? Not necessarily, but is it company policy to protect, to make sure that the right person signing the right documents to clear title properly? Absolutely. So is it maybe an inconvenience? Maybe, but we're yeah. going to protect your title yeah. insurance because of it. Just do it right. Right. Yeah. That's great to know. Uh, I do have a question regarding the seller's side. Like who, who pays for what? That's a good question. A lot of people come, you know, not prepared for what they see on the settlement yeah. statement. And, so. and by the way, this is the seller's point of view. So it, there's going to be different fees, right? Absolutely. If you're a buyer or a seller. Yes. So let's let's go from the seller's point of view. Like, what's the number one thing that they're probably going to see on that list? The most expensive thing is title insurance. Okay. They, and so. they're not aware usually that they have to pay for that because when they bought the property, they didn't pay for it. Okay. The seller always pays for it. So that's based on the sales price um, filed filed rate there. It can differ from, you know, $700 all the way up to four thousand dollars depending on your sales price but percentage based yes okay and then tell what does it exactly do like what what is this owner's title title policy it's just going to clear all of title uh for you clear the policy uh make sure everything's paid in full and protect you as the new owner so they're basically buying a policy to protect the new owner coming into the property they're basically gotcha. ensuring that that title is free and clear is so, what i'm understanding okay Absolutely. so then if like i show up a year later with some deed in my hand and say hey i have claimed this property if in fact that becomes it's true, then titles that would it would be paid for. It it's would all, be a claim. Yeah, it would be a claim against your title insurance, and we would help fight that I or gotcha. help pay it and may, and see we would re- unravel and see where either we missed it or if there was fraudulent behavior on it. Mm-hmm. Um, what we would need to do to protect you and, and clear it for you. That's awesome, actually. Yes. It is. So, so what other what other fees might a seller incur through title slash escrow? Literally only an escrow fee. So it's title and escrow for seller side. It's pretty basic, and again, that's based on the sales price. Um, again. About five hundred dollars, all the way up to about two grand on that fee. Okay, so nothing else. Nothing else for sellers. Okay, cool. Well, let's kind of recap and expand a little bit. So, what what are some things that it protects us from? So, we talked about fraud, forgery, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what about you know interest in your land? Like if it wasn't deed kind of correctly. like that scenario you just brought up. Yeah. Okay, somebody shows up and has a deed. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't talk about it, but what about easements? 
Absolutely. Is that, is that all part of this process? Yeah. If they say that, uh, you know, it's actually uh, not your land and they can't be driving on to get to their property and all that stuff. But Jason, I believe you it's have an literally, on your yeah, property. Yeah. When they came to the lab today to do this podcast, you were on someone else's yeah, property, but it's my, my driveway. basically. Absolutely. So that protects you. It makes you aware you have to sign off on it. You have to be aware of the easements. SRP out here has a lot of easements to people's property access to those. Yep. And by the way, SRP is a local power company. We're uh, originating out of Phoenix, Arizona, out in the United States of America. And uh, what else? We got mechanics liens, we right? We got mechanics liens. So builders, you know, uh, you have a lot of contractors coming in and out, roofers, all that kind of stuff. It, it protects you up to 120. They have 120 days to come back and record a lien on your property saying that they didn't get paid for their roofing. Or even their after it closes? Paid, even after it closes. Interesting. So when your title insurance kicks in, we make that seller or builder sign off saying there is no balances due and that we can issue a clear title and they are on the hook for those, those contractors. Didn't know that. Didn't yes. Know that. So 120 days is the magic day there. And Chris, I'd say anyone can record anything against your property theoretically, right? Yes, that is true. <laughs> I think uh, it was a, it was about a year ago. I think Shane, you might have been involved in this one a little bit, but we had a uh, we had a seller under contract, and someone popped up and said, "Hey, I have claim to that property. This is my house." And mm -hmm. they recorded. Ju they literally just had an attorney record something saying that's I have a, I have interest in this house. And all yeah. that really did is it just stopped everything. It, yeah. it does. I yeah. guess you call it cloud on title, right? It's a cloud on title. And the interesting thing about that is if you know what you're doing and you could bring it down to the county, they'll record it. As long as document is is correct and correct format, they'll record anything. Anything. So you can record anything on anybody's property. Yeah. Wow. And cloud them from being able to sell or refinance and then, you know, require payment and stuff. It's actually very interesting. I was about to say, so is that some sort of a fraud where someone could be, you know, may maybe you would pay them just to go away instead of fight it. Maybe it would be, maybe it would be easier. I don't know. It seems yeah. like they'd go to jail though, right? It, se it seems like that. Yeah. <laughs> if you're just arbitrarily recording things against property. I mean, it travel. just, it takes a lot to fight that. So and some, sometimes you just pay them to wow. get it cleared and move on with your life. Crazy. Awesome. Well, what a neat episode. So I learned a lot actually today. And so uh, I just want to say that's that. Thanks for joining us on the podcast today, Chris and Megan. We'll see you tomorrow for another episode of these real estate nuts. And that's solid gold. Yes. If you live in Arizona and you're looking to buy or sell or get a mortgage or refinance, we'd love to earn your business. Text LOAN to 602-975-2772 to reach Shane about buying or refinancing strategies. Text HOME to Jason at 602-975-2772 if you're looking to sell or buy in Arizona or if you need a referral for out of state from my expansive national network guys thanks for listening catch these real estate nuts on the flip side